What's going on, family, and welcome to another edition of the Rise to It podcast, the 2023 first episode of the Rise to It podcast. My name is Jonathan Hernandez, a.k.a. the letter H. Today, we got our boys, Mr. Andre Covington, Mr. What Frankie Leal. Yo, you, know, yo. you know you got your boy H. What's going on, guys? What's going on? What's going on? Family, the first episode of 2023. Doesn't that sound crazy? What's I love it. On? I wow. love it. Already? Already. But I'll say this year didn't go as fast as previous years. This year kind of, you know, I felt this whole year. Mm-hmm. I, I think because I, I did a lot, but this, I think it was 20, like 21, I remember that was a blur. The pandemic could have had something to do with it, you know, just felt like we couldn't couldn't move as much. And you wanted mm-hmm. it to go fast, you know, because it was just dragging. But this year, man, just it 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 was nice. It was, it was just good. good. A, lot, a lot of different pockets, a lot of meaty mm-hmm. parts in the, of, this, of the whole year. Yeah, I know you've yeah. had a productive year, Frankie. Dre, you're yeah. always a productive Frankie, and it just keeps going, getting bigger, right? And and better Listen. every single year with what you're doing with your family, what you're doing career-wise. Mm-hmm. How was your 2022 before we talk about the future? I mean, it was great. You know, like it was unexpected, just like everything that popped off in 2022 with with my daughter just singing and performing all over the state. Um, I mean, my wife, like producing comedy shows yes. and the photography and the school, we just stayed so, so busy. And because of that, the year went by so quick, mm. you know, but, but we had a lot of fun doing that, like all of it, you know what I'm saying? So grateful. It was a good year and I'm ready for 2023 for sure. Absolutely. And before um, we dip into our topic of the day, we want to make sure to give a shout out to Farmersville High School. Yeah, um, man. I mean, we're recording this two weeks roughly before 2023 is officially set. But shout out to Farmersville High School. We want to give it a, sh- a special shout out to Emilia Wade and Ludi. I mean, hospitality was second to none at Farmersville. What was, what was your experience, Drake? Because I know you were there. Um, you were headlining. You were doing, I know, a couple of topics. So what was your experience like working with their admin and their staff? Well, I mean, the staff was incredible. Uh, they were really um, open and fun. You can tell that they enjoy what they do, and that's always good to go into that kind of atmosphere, and they're not uptight and tense and like, oh, so what are you going to say? And yes. you know, it's, That never even came up. It was like almost like they, they trusted in us to go and do what we do. Um, I felt like uh, the message, you know, the, the the why, you know, your why and understanding uh, your journey and in and, and life and being able to talk to the kids and and relate to them in, from a sense where I was once where you were or are. I was once there. So uh, having that information I have now, you know, I'm trying to get them to see, uh, th- you want to tap into this. You know, this is, I, I've, I've been where you are. And now uh, on my journey, I can see what helped me. And I, I told them, like, when people came to the school, I was kind of nonchalant, but it was certain individuals who I tapped into what they were saying, and it's helped me on my journey because they made a lot of sense. It may not have made as much sense then, but it was something about what they said resonated, and I was able to hold on to it and apply it, you know, through my life's journey, which is continuing, you know, throughout, throughout. So um, it was it was a moving situation. I enjoyed, uh, you know, kids coming up afterwards and go, hey, I listen to you in the morning, me and my mom on the way mm-hmm. to school or my dad, you know, just having that that generational mm-hmm. uh, pull with a, with a mother and a son talking about the topics that we cover on the, on, the, on our morning show. And then uh, for them to hear the speech from Rise to it and, and feel like, hey, man, that was impactful, some of the things that you said. You know, I'm going to take that, I'm going to run with it sure. and, uh, and apply it to their life. And, it, and I, I really said, you know, to dream that dream because you don't see the full road to where you want to be but if you can see that you will get there mm. it may be unconventional and it, it might be uh some bumps and some bruises along the way but you will get there and it won't be nowhere near how you envision getting there exactly. it's gonna take some twists and some turns absolutely and amelia again shout out to ludi i know she's been asking for some comedy tickets she was hitting you yeah. up before <laughs> and after the show so we yeah. definitely got to hook up ludi with that but also speaking of hooking up we hooked up abelino garcia with our one 
5K giveaway. Man, we got a shout out to Abelino. Abelino Garcia, and this was a student that Farmersville High School, all the admin staff and faculty, and even the principal, they were just like, this student has gone far above and beyond. And uh, this 1K giveaway is mm -hmm. definitely going to go to this young man. He has a bright future. I know he talked to every yeah. single one of us that were at the event. And this is something that we want to move forward with in 2023 is blessing a student at every high school, at every college, at every middle school, at every mm -hmm. university with 1K. We've talked about it, giving back. You know, we don't just talk a big game. We want to make yeah. sure that we back that up as well. And so Abelino Garcia was our first 1K giveaway, and it was something special for all of us just to witness that. They had the big old check. Mm -hmm. We yeah. get a picture right there. <laughs> we get a picture showing, you know, Abelino. <laughs> that, that picture came out great. But um, also, you know, beyond the 1K giveaway, it's always nice when we could reflect on the event and soak it in and just students coming up to us, Dre always taking pictures afterwards mm -hmm. and, um, you know, just talking about the event and talking about the material that we presented to them. And there was this, I want to give a special shout out to Miss Kaylee Villarreal. Um, she shared with us some very, very personal information. She is cancer free. Oh, um, she conquered 25 rounds, y'all, 25 rounds of chemo. 25 rounds of chemo, man. And she came up to us like a beeline right after the show. And she's like, you know what? I want to make sure that you guys understand how powerful that was for me talking about your mental health. Um, I've experienced it during, but even after, you mm -hmm. know, just being scared and being anxious about the whole process. But she's a fighter, man. What was your experience? Because like? I know we were all standing there at the end and she came up to us. She almost brought us to tears. Yeah. But uh, your experience, you know, with students like Kaylee. Well, it shows you that. Uh, even though you're, you're speaking and you may have a topic, you know, it can resonate different with someone. And they're hearing that, but they also have a story. So I think that's why, and we, we're real good at this, hanging around afterwards and getting that feedback. You know, I do that on my comedy shows. I do it, you know, especially now. Because I think when people come up to you uh, like that with a, a storyline, it's inspirational. And it also mm -hmm. makes you feel like, yeah, yeah, th this is worth it. This mm -hmm. is definitely worth it. You know, this is like, you know, I was tired a little bit, you know, got up early that morning with the work, drove, you know, a good distance to be there. And you go, you get in, you're feeling a little kind of burnt out a little bit, but then you hear something like that and it just lifts your spirit. So the drive home was just so much more wow. alive and uh, you just mm -hmm. feel good about it. So, yeah, um, that that is phenomenal, you yeah. know, and to see, to hear the success and how she uh, overcame that that hurdle. Uh, yeah. That you know to be that young and have that come at you like that, man. Uh, testimony to her and her strength. That's a lot of weight on her shoulders. I know. Do yeah. you, you mentioned something right now, Dre? I never really talked to you guys about it. We've never discussed this as a group. We do stay behind after the events. Like right. people are even asking Frankie. I've seen they're like, "What kind of camera you got there?" I'm trying to yeah. get into photography. Yeah. And he'll spend time. It's not like, "Hey, I gotta go." Right. He'll actually spend time. Hey, you want to take some pictures? Like, let me show mm -hmm. you. You know, Dre, same thing. Yeah. DJ Sal on the ones and twos. He can't mm -hmm. be here today. Um, our brother from another mother couldn't be here, but he spends time yeah. like showing these kids firsthand how to use a turntable. Like, wow, like I've never experienced that. So mm -hmm. it's pretty cool when we get to actually just hang out and we've established that from our very first event and. You know, moving yeah. forward, I think we're always going to do that. It's always nice when they can breathe life into us. It is nice. You know, like, it's uplifting, too. You know, like, being able to drive home just to know that you, we motivated somebody. And it's just, it's so enriching to do to do what we do. Well, to do what you guys do is just speaking to students and motivating them. And I just feel like there's not a lot of jobs where, you know, at the end of the day, you go home at night and you say, like, today I touched somebody. You know, and I feel like we're blessed in that aspect. In a good way, you know, way. and that's a good way. You know, a masseuse says that every day. <laughs> you know, they get home from massaging people. You know, I touched a lot of people today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over and over again. Different kind, different kind yeah. for sure. We have paid. And that goes to all the students out there. When we do come and we speak, and if there's something that you want to share with us, you know, hey, pull us to the side. If you want to mm -hmm. be private about it, we can always bend our ear. We're, we're here for you. That's why we're there. And if something has happened to you and you want to share and you've been uplifted and and what someone said that day kind of hit home with you, to share with us. Mm -hmm. We definitely would love to uh, get that information and run with it. Absolutely. Speaking of run with it, I know the very last podcast that we had was, was the Rise to a Very Merry Christmas giveaway. We uh, went over you know several things that we were grateful for in the year 2022. And every single year that we have our vision locked and loaded, we make sure that we're executing at a very high level because people trust us. They keep inviting us back. And yeah. mm -hmm. like you said, Dre, like they just put their hands up. All right, guys, like we trust what you guys are going to bring to the table today. But one of the things that I wanted to kind of pause on 
And Dre didn't, we didn't talk about this, but it was like in that moment, I was like, that's an entire podcast. We've got to save that. Mm. Was when Dre in the last podcast talked about leaving some people, you wish them the best, but also releasing them mm. and wishing them the best from afar. And I do believe, Dre, you were touching on that we all go down the same road and sometimes we drift off and it could be a year, it could be a month, it could be just a matter of time where we find each other back on the same road. However, there's also those people that keep doing that. And I remember you saying to the fact of, I can't keep going back and forth with you. Mm -hmm. And so can you unpack that a little more for 2023? Because I know we had a lot of private conversations, man, um, this year and and, uh, our relationships continue to grow in our family and our rise to a family. But we've also said, you know, it's almost like a steak. We want to cut out the fat, if you will. You yeah. know, sometimes it can taste pretty good, but sometimes it's not the best thing for you. And so when you said that, I've never heard you say that out loud. And it just seemed that you were locked in on a vision for 2023. So yeah. let's try to unpack that a little bit in this episode. Well, yeah, I mean, metaphorically speaking, you know, where we talk about a lot of things. You just mentioned the steak and cut the fat and things of that nature. I, I, I know when we travel, you know... Even when someone's following you in a car, you know, and they're right behind you on the, on the freeway, call it the, the, the road to our destination, mm-hmm. and they, they switch lanes. And in your rear view, you're going, wait, what, what, are, what, are, they, what are they doing? You know, and then they allow other cars to pass them and get behind you. Now you can hardly see them. And you're like, wow, they were right behind me. I know where I'm going. I got navigation. I got, you know, everything lined up. I got the time when we're going to arrive. You know, we're gassed up. I put gas in the car. I helped them when they didn't have any gas money. And all I said was get right behind me. And for whatever reason, they're changing lanes. And then they exit. And you go, where are you, where are you going? You know, and what we often do on our journey, which we are prepared for, we've locked in. We know where we're going. Mm-hmm. We can see it. We put in the work. Our car's tuned up. You know, every person in the car has a, a valuable meaning to be there. And the one person who we said, hey, follow us on this journey, and we're all going to reach our destination where there will be the reward. Mm-hmm. Now they've exited. And what some people do is they get off too. They exit to go look for that person. Now you've just delayed Mm-hmm. Your journey, you delayed your arrival time. Your GPS is going crazy, like, you know, rerouting, rerouting, everything's mm-hmm. trying, trying to figure it out. <laughs> yes. So what you have to do, and it's, uh, you know, it's, I don't think it's mean spirit. I don't think it's um, something that you should regret. I think you have to stay on your road. Mm-hmm. You have to stay traveling down your road. And you got to, there's more uh, merging coming on, and you hope to see them come back and that's what happens sometimes you know you're driving where did, and then you're going and all of a sudden you see them they merge oh there they go oh okay all right cool and you're like hey get back behind me but sometimes you can get so distracted trying to find where they're going obviously they don't know they don't know they don't know where they're going you do so stay on your road and if you have to make a phone call and say hey i'm i'm on the road i'm going this way hey if you want to get back on um, just go east, go straight, man. And uh, <laughs> that's all I can tell you. Yeah. But I, I got a, an appointment with my destiny and I am hell bent on getting there and I'm not going to be distracted right. by someone uh, that's changing lanes and getting off, getting back on, stopping and not communicating with me. Now, if they break down and you have to assist, that's one thing. I think that's a little bit different. But even with that, you have to make sure that your journey continues mm-hmm. because that's why you're there, man. You're, you're there for a reason. So, I mean, I hope that kind of unpacked a yeah. little bit, you know, just yeah. to, to yeah. let people know that your, your journey is your journey. Right. You know, and you love to, I, what I personally like and what is happening with, uh, with all of us, you know, our, our journeys our roads to success where we're on, they all merge together. Mm-hmm. And we started traveling down the same road. Yeah. Now, we hope to travel, keep traveling down that same road. But if one of us was to exit, then the other two would probably file in a little tighter, you know? And they would go, hey, man, you know, ah, we, we lost them, but hey, still praying for them. Hopefully it works out for them, but the journey still continues. For sure. Know, at the same time. And then sometimes then that person exits, and then it's just you mm. on the road by go. yourself. Yeah. But 
you're not alone because you know where you're going. And if you have a, a higher power and a higher belief, you know that you, you're not by yourself. That's good. Frankie, let me yeah. talk to you because I know before we officially made it official at Rise to It, I mean, we, we're rocking together. A lot of people don't know this, but before Rise to It and you became official, we were rocking together for a while. And so with that, we know a lot of the same people in the same circles. And we've also seen them kind of diminish over time. Right. Like they had a quality of work. They had a quality of life. They had a quality of what that was. It's no longer that. You've kept it consistent throughout the years. And I'm sure there's had to been some decisions to where you're like, you know what, I'm trying to get here and maybe you're staying here. Right. And it's nothing personal. I know you're, and you've, you've, admitted that you're more of a shy, timid guy in yeah, the group. for sure. <laughs> but over the years, I've seen you also be like, I'm going to take care of me and my family, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to let anything distract me. So can you explore that a little bit more? Because our viewers, I know they're going through the same things of, you know, you're with 10, you know, 10 years friendships, 15 years friendships, and a lot of people hold on to that history. But I always feel that sometimes it has to be just that history. So right. can you talk about that? Some of the, maybe the people, we don't say any names, but some of the people that you've seen doing the same thing, maybe at an even higher quality of work, and then all of a sudden they're just gone. So can you unpack that? One thing I just want to say about like all of us in, in here is like we're all, we're all driven people, we're all passionate people, and we all kind of like chose what we wanted to become, which is a really cool thing, right? Like you chose to get into education. You chose to be motivational speaker, and that's a good feeling. Um, to be able to go to work, like knowing that this is what you love to do, right? And like with Dre, like I feel like you can say the same. Like I'm sure your dream was to be a comedian, and now you're a comedian, and now you're a motivational speaker, and um, that's your dream job, right? Is that your dream job? Yeah. <laughs> so, and for me, like my dream job was to become a photographer, was to take pictures, get into video. That's my dream job, and now I get to teach it, and. I get to go to school and I teach students how how to take pictures. So for me, it's it's easy, it's fun because we love what we do. And I just feel because we're passionate, we're passionate people. And some of those people who maybe get into it for like the wrong reason, um, I feel might take that exit, like you were saying, Dre, um, because they don't have, it's not like authentic, it's not their original plan. You know, they're just some people that we have to leave behind. And I just feel... Um, I just feel the reason why we leave them behind is because maybe they're content with their life, right? And there's nothing wrong with being content. There's nothing wrong with renting a house or even a, a home, but maybe you don't own the home. And they're they're comfortable working like like a nine to five. I think that's fine if you're content with that, if that's the lifestyle that you want to live. But um, I feel we're like driven. Like, I feel like we're all driven here, right? And if you want to be driven at home, um, you got to put in the work. You got to put in the sacrifice. Um, and what I, what I'm trying to say is the. I just feel like those people. It's hard to go back and talk to them because those conversations are not the same. Oh. Like we don't we don't have a lot of things in common. You know, like a good example could be like let's just say if I wanted to go to the bar, I can call. Like or eight out of my ten friends will be like, "Hey, I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm there, right?" But if I, but if I also at the same time tell them, "Hey, um, I want to start going to the gym. I want to be there at five in the morning." Well, I'm gonna have like two, yeah. two out of the ten people there, right? So, um, people don't. It's like they don't want to work hard, you know. Like they don't, they don't want to. They're not really driven. And I just feel with CEOs and successful business people, they're gonna hang out with people at their level and I just feel like they're just limited there's less people and like we've all heard that we've all we've all heard that saying like it's lonely at the top and and I feel like it's lonely at the top because there's just less people like the more (laughs) (laughs) right yes like like the like the more success like the better you get at your job like people just start falling off and then like some people might say oh you're going Hollywood on me but really, it's not going Hollywood. Like um, Dre has said it in this podcast where you've been at events where they're like, hey, the party's not over. We're going to this mansion and we got this stuff, you know. And then yeah. Dre's like, you know what? I'm cool mm-hmm. because like he he's like, you're, I feel like you're operating at a different level. Yeah. You know? And you, you make some great points there, mm-hmm. man. And I don't think it's uh, people will say you've changed. 
but really you haven't. Mm-hmm. What is what has changed is your mindset and your focus. You know, you're more locked in, and others aren't willing to pay the price to get there. And that's that's okay. You made a great right. point. I, like I don't look down on someone who has less than me. You know, mm-hmm. what I look down on. I won't say look down. What I'm disappointed is when they have less and they complain about it and they're doing nothing to change it. Oh, mm-hmm. there we go. Yes. It's like, why are you complaining? Yeah. Like, you're not, you're doing the same thing. You're like, mm-hmm. you're still hanging out late at night. You're getting up. You're going to work. You're sleepy. You're not performing at a high level. You're getting written up at work. You're late. Um, <laughs> you're calling in sick all the time. So they're, and this guy came in. He's only been there two years. I've been there five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's been there every day. He's mm-hmm. grinding. He's asking for extra work. He's learning extra jobs. Whatever the boss needs, he's like, oh, he's just kissing the boss butt. No, he's driven. Mm-hmm. You should get some of that. Yeah. You know, right. get go. some yeah. of that. Yes. You know, and then you get upset. Now, I have friends who like they love their level of life mm-hmm. and they're content. Right. And they're like, I don't, you know, I don't want to do extra. I don't want to stay after work. I don't yeah. want to learn. I know my job and I do it. And I and I applaud them because they don't complain. Mm-hmm. They don't complain That's about their, their car is not brand new. They don't complain that their house is not new. They're like, I'm really happy where I'm at. And that other stuff will probably give me anxiety and stress. And I don't want that. So mm-hmm. to each his own. When you yeah. think about the, ooh, we're on something right now, yeah. man. You guys lifted <laughs> yeah. my spirits. When you're talking about that entrepreneurial spirit, which all of us have, and that's our baby, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Dre, you are your, your business. You know, as yeah. far as comedy, you want things running at a certain way because you've been doing it for a long time. So you know the the expectation that you have for yourself and your shows. Yeah. Frankie, DJ Cell, myself, when you explain the entrepreneurial spirit, if you will, to someone that is not in that arena, there is a lot of that anxiety. Well, I don't want to, what happens if it goes down? I'm like, but what happens if it goes up? Right. Yeah. What happens if that success happens? Ah, I don't, I don't want to take that risk though. Yeah. And so I feel, especially in education, a lot of students already have that anxiousness. And this is not a central California thing. This is a nationwide thing, a trend mm-hmm. that we're seeing with not only just students, but faculty alike, everybody on campus and we're seeing more timid, more shy students that are not in their comfort zone. I shout out again to Farmersville because they got out of their comfort zone real quick when we were there. And yeah. it was great to see that. But I think that's what we bring to the table is to get them out of their seats, is to to have them mm-hmm. forget about that anxiousness and that timidness. But Dre, when you were speaking right now, it kind of just reminded me of really the goal that I have for 2023. And I've been having it. And the goal that I seek and it just keeps getting better and better every year is just kind of filtering out the people that are genuinely there, Mm -hmm. the people that genuinely want to be there and want to see you succeed because you guys were both talking about it's lonely at the top. It really is. The the people that you thought would support you unfortunately don't, you know? And I mean, I could post a picture of a burger and I could get like 300, 400 likes. Right. And then I could post a picture of us giving <laughs> yeah. back to the community. That's going to get like 20, 30. Mm-hmm. That's the world we live in, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. And I've learned to accept that. What I don't accept, though, is people not striving for greatness. Mm-hmm. And it may sound me and Sal had a conversation where we're going back and forth like a seesaw. And he was like, I, well, I see it this way. And to each its own, because I respect my brother. I know he couldn't be here. And I want to get your thoughts on that. For me, over time, the energy the stress, the, the belief that I have for certain individuals in my life, like, man, you're, you're a better speaker than me. You could be doing that. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. like, can't you see it? It's almost, I want this more for them. Yeah. And if we're not emotionally connected, and I know that may sound androgynous, that may sound like, wow, like I'm not comfortable going on a deep level with some of my men. Well, most likely you don't have men in your circle. You have boys. And mm-hmm. so for me, we have to be emotional. I want to, I don't want it to small chat. I don't want the small talk. And yeah. so like the 2023 version for me is saying, if we're not going to grow, you got to go. It's as simple as that. <laughs> wow. It's as simple as that. Because I don't want to waste my time just doing the small talk. You know, how's the weather? I could check my phone for that for the whole seven day forecast, you know, in a matter of seconds. How your Raiders doing? You already know what that is, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you I mean, saw the game. You saw the game. <laughs> So, Dre, then I want to hit on Frankie. Mm-hmm. Where have you developed that? Because over time, I have seen both of you grow emotionally. We're able to be transparent with our audiences. 
And then now we're able to see those students that resonate with our message on a deeper level. Mm. When did that happen for you, Dre? Because when I met you, it was, okay, the comedian, it was the, um, the radio host, number one radio host of San Cal. Those things that I expected, what I did not expect is the Dre, it's, it's just almost a more polished version, yeah. like a multifaceted version. So maybe talk about that growth that you've seen. Well, you know what? And I, I, I guess it, I like inspiration, you know, and, and watching you work and and seeing a, the bigger picture and then watching others do what it is we're doing, attempting to do each and every day and seeing the joy behind it and then seeing the impact that it brings. I, I, I love impact. You know, I love to be impactful. And, and no matter what I do, uh, whether it's comedy or doing a morning show or doing this podcast, you know, I, I just wanted like somebody to get it. You know, mm-hmm. to leave feeling like, wow, you know what, that, that was that was deep. Well, those yeah. were so meaningful words. And and I think for me, I had to continue to, you know, study, study the game, study how it's the delivery, um, take what I've already have, uh, my confidence that I have on stage from years of stand-up, uh, let that transfer into the motivational side, understanding that. I'm not up there to, to crack jokes. If one comes out, cool, but let the message be the right. most important thing. I had to do the same thing for radio. You know, when I first started doing radio, I was coming on doing stand-up yeah. on the radio. And it was like, <laughs> they were like, hey, bro, that's mm. not, you know, what are you doing? Like, this, right. is, this is not a stand-up hour. So I had to, <laughs> had to relearn that. So and I think, you know, learning all that and, and, and taking that, I, I feel now mm-hmm. that I've, I've polished what I do on this format, you know, and I just, uh, I'm just loving it because uh, the confidence part, and I would say to mm. anybody who's watching this, you know, if you don't have confidence, mm. you're going to have struggles. Yeah. And it's just yeah. uh, your confidence, is, it starts off, if it, just have a little bit, you know, just get a little bit of confidence. And I think once you start to get more, you will see the transformation. And I think yeah. to answer your question, for me, I think the polishness is the confidence becoming mm-hmm. more secure and what it is that I'm out there to say and not worrying about what someone else is thinking uh, as they're sitting there watching me. Mm-hmm. So where that happened in stand-up. You're worrying mm-hmm. about, oh, are they getting these jokes? Like, you know what? I'll, like At the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, you're going to get these giggles. You know, <laughs> yeah. you may fight me to try to laugh, but at some point you're you going to go, <laughs> I see people fighting it sometimes. And they, <clears throat> but they don't, for whatever reason, they, they, they had a preconceived uh, notion of me, preconceived mm-hmm. notion, so they put the walls up. But I'm just chipping away at them, yeah. and like you know, and then finally they just burst they out, bust, and they yeah. can't <laughs> help it. I've had people tell me, "That's your man." I, I I listen to your morning show, and you know, sometimes you're a little you're a little racy on there, man. You get a little raunchy, and I was like, I don't really like that dude. And but you, man, I came and watched you stand up. And I had a mm. whole new thing. Yeah, he said, I good. get it now. He said, you're playing a character, and I watch your stand up, and that's you talking about the things the way you see it. He mm-hmm. goes, I got it. And I think this podcast is the same way. It's a deeper version of me, mm-hmm. you know, interacting with my guys for a bigger cause, which is to uh, be impactful to our listening audience. For sure. Mm-hmm. Frankie, over time, we've seen you, um, and I've said this in multiple episodes, you become out of, you know, getting out of your shell. Right. And um, you speaking on your experiences in the classroom at home. You just, now you have like all these different levels, these hats that you wear. Yeah. When did you see yourself be fully, I wouldn't say confident because I don't think all of us are fully like a hundred percent confident in right. anything. Like we're always, you know, challenged with new challenges every single day. But when did you get to that point where you're like, I could do this. Mm-hmm. And you know, I got to shed that person, that Frankie from 2013 or 12, yeah. you know, when we met, um, when did you get to that point of realization, like, I can do this? And right. maybe it's the people that I'm surrounding myself with, the conversations, mm-hmm. the mindset, all that. I think it started with, like, photography, like, just slowly building the portfolio and, you know, shooting just a, a normal comedian, like, not a famous comedian, and then starting to shoot bigger and bigger comics. And mm-hmm. when I started shooting, like, Joe Coy and Bobby Lee and Felipe Esparza, I think it just gave me, like, a confidence, like you were saying. It gave me a confidence where, like, when they're calling me, I am, like, credible, you know, and, and then when... When I started teaching, like one thing that that I struggled with was just speaking in front of people. Uh, and um, being a teacher, I'm literally like on a stage every day. So that every year was giving me a confidence to, to speak in front of people. And 
and having no fear. Like I've always had no fear. Like I've never been scared um, of people telling me no. Like I started my business, like at 19 years old and I would sell, um, I was a graphic designer and I was selling business cards. And in order to get business, I would have to go town to town and I would hit all these small towns. And, you know, here's this 19 year old kid asking, Hey, do you need business cards? Um, 60 bucks and a lot of them said no like who's this kid but some said yes and it was the people who said yes who who made me you know into who I am today mm-hmm. and um but just no fear like and I tell that to my students you just can't have you can't be scared you you know being embarrassed being anxious like I tell them I'm shy so like I know how you're feeling and um sometimes students ask me hey I'm gonna step outside I you know I'm feeling like little weird like you know maybe they're going to go through a panic attack and mm. and I'm the first one to say go because I know I know how you're feeling but here I am speaking to them and little do they know that Mr. Leal's nervous and Mr. Leal's anxious um but again it's still having that no fear we started producing comedy shows and, and that came from from shooting comedians and building contacts through them and everything we've done was organically like we never we never pushed for anything and um we just started doing shows in Fresno. We sold out 250 people. And and this is the truth. When, when we locked in the date, and he's like, all right, this is the date. We're locking you in. I was like, yeah, we're doing it. And, but in my mind, I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, you know, like, no what? Yeah. how, yeah, like, how am I going to fund this? Mm-hmm. Are people going to even buy tickets to this show? But it's just having confidence and having no fear. And I just feel like if you just try, if you just do it, like, it's going to work out for you because if, you, if you're just passionate, if you're driven, you're going to make it happen. You're going to get up at 5 in the morning. You're, you're going to put in the work. You're going to put in the time. And that's really where I've gotten to today. And now I have people coming to me telling me, hey, I'm so proud of you. And I've never I've never heard that from people. You know, like, I've shot big-time people, but now they're like, hey, I see what you're doing. I'm proud of you. And I'm like, whoa, like. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's like, what am I doing? Like, why are they proud of me? But it's because they see, the, you know, these big things that are happening. Yeah, I want to touch on something that you said, uh, because I think it overrides when you said, just do it. You're like, the no fear, and then, but you also said, but I just do it anyways. Yeah. And I think that um, it was Irma Olkin on Twitter. Like, she, she posted one of, like, the best tweets. She's like, I don't know why people say fearless leader. She goes, even though I'm a quote-unquote leader, and she's so humble, man. I mean, she's yeah. why he's like you know legend and you know ceo Forbes, and ted talk Forbes. Forbes. she's in everything but i thought that was so humble of her to say you know what i am afraid every single day at bitwise but i just do it anyways just like you said mm-hmm. and i think that's a message for students it's like man if you're gonna go ask that girl out what happens if she says no yeah bro it's a no right now anyways right like yeah, what happens if she say, says yeah, yes yeah. right yeah. right and you if think you i gave ask, you guys time because i'm unprepared no nah, bro i'm trying to give you guys time to talk like i'm yeah. trying to get some game for you guys you know mm-hmm. so taking that risk whether it's even just a homie like hey man we should get together and study i just encourage my students just do it but it's uncomfortable yeah i'm like look you're going to be going against other college students across the country perhaps for one career mm-hmm. there is no second place and you're going to be mm-hmm. uncomfortable in your career interview, because right. this is uh, this is it. That's like the Eminem with the black beanie. Like you're yeah. ready to go on stage. This Mom's is it, Mom Spaghetti, baby, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so you're either ready to spit or you're not, or right. get off the stage. And so I think that intensity. Sometimes my students, when they really reflect, and the next day, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I am gonna go ask that other professor if there's any extra. I'm like, yeah, right. And and oftentimes there is extra credit. They're like, you know what? Yeah, if you would have just asked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I want to really reflect on also. Um, and again, it's the type of people we are. We're all different characters. We all bring something new and fresh to our mm-hmm. team. So when Sal, when we were talking about our growth and the people that we're hanging around with and the quality of people we're hanging around with, um, I know Dre hinted on that in the, the last episode, and that's why we're exploring it in this one. But Sal was like, you know what? I don't know if we should just let people go. Mm-hmm. And he goes, but John, he goes, what do you think? And I go, okay, I'm, a, you know, I'm wired differently. <laughs> and I go, there has to be for me. This is just me, and, and I'm, many of our viewers, they're going to be like, yep, I agree. Or they're like, yeah. you know, I can see it this way. And I totally respect that as well. For me, though, if we keep talking about the same things and there's no growth there and we're not pushing each other, for me, it's going to have to be one final conversation of like, yo, man, it's been a good run. Mm-hmm. And I will do that. It's not going to be I'm not – responding to the text mm-hmm. it's not going to be like an email it's a face-to-face like hey this is the last time we'll probably and i wish you the best man but we're yeah. going off like what was dre was saying right now it's been six seven eight times where i've had to tell you 
And now it's kind of eating my energy where I could give it to our mm-hmm. Rise to It family and people mm-hmm. that want to pour into me. Yeah. But that's just me, though. So, Dre, yeah. I want to ask you, where do you stand with that? Because we all are wired differently in our group. And I think that's what's so beautiful about our group is mm-hmm. because we all bring our new flavors. Yeah. I know Sal would say, well, I wouldn't let them go. And for me, I have no problem with that. <laughs> I have no problem. Let it yeah. go. I have no problem. Dre, where do you stand with that, man? Well, for me, it, it's... I think it's circumstantial. Um, if they have an addiction, because I come from uh, watching my mother struggle, um, I'm going to have a little bit more compassion, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be there for them until I just it just can't happen no anymore. They're just not going to receive it no kind of way. I'm gonna exhaust myself trying to help them come come out of that. Um, if it's a situation where Hey, we were boys and, you know, we was out there chasing ladies and having some good times. And I got into a serious relationship. And when I, you know, I said, hey, man, I'm, you know, I'm in a serious relationship now. I'm trying to work. And he was like, yeah, that's cool. Hey, man, I got some girls mm. coming over. <laughs> I'm going to cut you. Yeah. 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 I'm going to slide away from you because you're trying to destroy my happiness. Mm-hmm. You really don't care about me per se. You care about yourself yes. and what I bring to the table is it my celebrity? Is it you know my ability to be a great wingman, which I was by the way. Hey, great hey. <laughs> um, what is it? Because it's not about my happiness. Because I just told you I'm happy, and you should be like, okay, man, I respect that. that. Yeah, you know. And I've had friends who still had that same lifestyle, but when I was in the presence, they were like, hey, man, you know, don't don't, don't invite no girls over. You know, mm-hmm. it's all guys. You know, I got, I got Dre, my other friends, you know, my married friends are coming over. And out of respect for them, mm-hmm. we're not going to have a whole bunch of ladies around here because I don't, I don't get down like that. Mm-hmm. That's a friend. Right. Because now they care about your well-being and your happiness because as soon as they have someone takes that big selfie, that group selfie, and it's on social media, and your <laughs> yes. wife's like, I thought you said there weren't going to be no girls there. You're like, well, that was, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're in trouble. For sure. So for sure. Uh, a real homie is going to protect that, yeah. you know, and ones who don't, yeah, you might get me one time, and I've been got, you know, the big photo gets, and I'm like, I got to explain, but I'm not going back over there. I'm mm. like, you know, hey, man, you really put me in a bad spot yeah. when I got home. So he's like, oh, man, she'll get over it. Now you really don't care about me. So, yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm a little bit different than you. You seem like you coming in with a, a samurai sword on everybody. I'm like, I'm cutting. I'm cutting. No, no, I'm thinking to a certain point. You know, yeah. because other than that, I mean, if I keep going, I'm going to have to samurai myself, you know? So yeah. there, there yeah. gets to a point to where it's just like seven, eight. This is a lot. Yeah. And I don't want to go past my, you know, double digit fingers right here of like how many. Now it's just, I feel giving CPR to a dead situation. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this. We talked about you simply not respecting what yeah. the game plan was. And then now we got to move on, mm-hmm. you know? So when I say a cut, it's going to be a cut, but there's going to be some time before that cut, we'll yeah, say. Yeah. Is that what you're saying, though, Dre? I'm saying that, uh, but okay. the, 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 I guess the X factor for me would be the addiction side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, people who are just sick, and they're like, you know, they they're, they need somebody to still love them, even though they're going through sure. a crisis, you know. Mm-hmm. And even with that, you have to be you have to be careful because you can't let them pull you into the abyss there with you them. Go. You know, so um, you, can, you can love from a distance. You can... Uh, apply assistance in the best way you can but you know you got to tell them hey you know what i'm running out of options here you know Mm -hmm. it's like and you're not getting any better you know so it's gonna pain me (laughs) it's gonna pain me to have to walk away from you you know and then you might have tears running down your eyes i you know i dealt with that with really close family members you Mm -hmm. know so yeah that that part i can see i look i can relate to the you know what? You don't call me no more. Yeah, that's the reason why. Mm-hmm. You know, and if, mm-hmm. but if someone comes to me, I'm not gonna have that talk like For you sure. would that face to face. I'm I'm not gonna do that because mm-hmm. yeah. I I don't think at the end of the day. They really don't care. It's yeah. They would have done it already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think for me, I'll see them and I'll be like, hey man, what happened? You know, we used to hang out. We used to call. Then I will tell them. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna go yeah. out of my way to tell you, but if you oh well, since you asked, let me just be mm-hmm. real with you, man. I, yeah. You know, our lifestyles are really taking different. a turn. It's mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Frankie, I mean, again, yeah. and I love that. I love that. Yeah. Frankie, what about you? Again, different character, different uh, persona in the group. For sure. Different so personalities, for sure. So 
I'm really like just like a like like a homebody in a way, you know. So like I just feel like if I if I was ever in a situation like that, the type of person that I am is I just I won't have that conversation. I just won't pick up the phone. Like I won't even address it. It's just so you go ghost. Like, yeah, like, like put you on a milk carton. Oh, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like like if we don't have the same lifestyle, there's no reason for me to go hang out. Like if I go to someone's house and they're doing things that I don't agree with and then it's like okay and then we're good like but I don't like I'm not that guy where I'm gonna have that conversation with you and say hey this is what you're doing and I don't like it and now we can't hang out it's just that's your lifestyle you do you I'm gonna do me and um and that's kind of how like I roll so but to answer your question I I just go ghost on people (laughs) (laughs) I'm not I'm not surprised man but I thought there would be some kind of explanation but that's cool that you actually admit that like yeah I'm just gone dude like you'll never see me again kind of thing yeah Yeah. like if we're not yeah if we're not vibing it's like we're 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 good and I'm dip out too man dip out is real smooth like you gotta know how to dip out (laughs) you know it's really you know one of those situations where you're up against the wall one minute and you up against another wall which is closer to the door and then the door opens up and you don't open the door but as someone is coming in you go right out it's almost like his body's passing and you're in your car and you're gone you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I would do that too. I, yeah, I'm, I'm a dip out dude. Yeah, I dip out dude. <laughs> yeah, I dip I'm out. the one who like cut the DJ off. I got something to say right <laughs> give now. Me mic. Give, give me the, the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but again, it's all. I think the conclusion for for all of us when we get to the bottom line of who we want to kick it with, who we want right. to hang out with moving forward, is quality people. It's interesting, however, how we all get to our destination. You know, mm-hmm. I think um, both of you guys said it in a more eloquent and peaceful way than <laughs> I mean, you cut, right? But I think um, it's a conversation that needs to be had for everyone that watches our podcast and everybody that comes to our events or everybody that puts us on because although we have, and I don't even say disagreements, we just have our own style period for right. every single one of us. Mm-hmm. We just went through three different examples right now and DJ Sal is another fourth one that's yeah. completely different than mine, yours, right. and Dre's. But we all know what quality is. Mm-hmm. We know what it, what it, you know, it sounds like, what it feels like, and we don't want to let that go. And mm-hmm. I, f- I feel that all of us in our group, even when we're not hanging together, we all have those quality people in our groups, in our mm-hmm. lives, whether it's family, whether it's really close friends that you developed a relationship with over. And I know Greg is solid too, and he's very emotional. And that's why I love my guy too. And yeah, I resonate yeah. with both of you guys when on the radio, but I think that's something that's a testament to us to where we're always thinking about like, man, what's working? What hasn't worked? You know, there was one night, Dre, you called me and we were just talking. You're like, man, I just want to make sure that I'm solidifying those relationships, that they're reaching out to me too. You know, I feel like I'm, I'm reaching out to so many people, mm, yeah. but that reach isn't coming back, you know? And so is this the first time maybe you've really thought about that? It was almost like a reflection. And we and you talked about like 45 minutes. I was like, yeah, bro, I'm feeling the same way. Yeah. Like, you know, so maybe you could talk about that. Well, yeah, I think, you know, what, when you put into a relationship, I mean, outside of your significant other, we're just talking about your, your friends, for sure. you know, your core group of people. I think if we all just wrote down the people who were closest to, and we started doing deductions from like, you gave them a hundred points and you started doing deductions by 10 points, 10, 10 increments and said, mm-hmm. okay, how many, have they called me mm. more than once in the last two weeks? Minus 10 points here. You've got, people will start getting, yeah. and then you'll get down to maybe someone will have 60 points left. Someone will have 20 points left, but you still consider them mm. like your core group of people. Your, your, your guy, that's my guy. But then you go, all right, now let me do the same. Wow, I, I called him two days ago. You know, I left a voicemail. Mm. I text him. I didn't hear anything back for three days, you know. I just had him over for dinner. Mm-hmm. I haven't been over. I haven't been invited to their house in mm-hmm. a, over a year. Yeah. You start doing the same thing, and you go, "Wow, I still got my hundred points. He's got 30. Mm-hmm. Where is the equity there? Where right. is it? Like, where is it? It's not equal. You know, it's not. You're not running parallel. So you got to start. And I think for me, I started reaching out to people instead of talking behind their back or just building a resentment. Yeah. I started telling. I said, "Hey, man, I don't think this friendship." It's not equal, you know, and I'm going to need you to step up. And it was one friend I called. I said, I'm going to need to step up. Mm-hmm. There you go. Because you're like, mm-hmm. you really be checking on me. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, you know, you really be like supporting me. You be at my shows, you know, you, mm. you know, you'll be popping like y'all. I didn't have to call you to tell you about the show. You know, oftentimes, you know, people call you, Hey man, I heard you got a show. I want to come out. I want to support you, man. 100%. And you got any free tickets? You're not supporting me if I'm giving <laughs> yeah, you a free exactly. ticket. Right. Yeah. You're, you're not. Right. You know, support is like my friends who show up with six people and they all pay. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. sitting there in VIP. They paid the premium. Right. They're like, hey, Dre, I want you to meet some people, man. This is my boy, Dre. And I'm like, yeah, this is my guy. This is what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Yes. You know, you're bringing in revenue to me. You know, right. you're stu- that's supporting. Support. Yeah. So I think we have to all look at that and we have to ask these, those tough questions, you know. Who is giving more in this relationship? Is it balanced? Is it is it uneven? How are the scales right. set? You know. Yeah, yeah. You made a good point, and I have a I have a friend like that. Um, his name is Augie Lopez, and he is he's one of those dudes where he just supports. And that's why I shouted him out because um, he went to my show, to the last show, and I said, "Hey, man, you and your dad and your cousin, you go to the bar and you say Frankie's tap, and you're taken care of." And he said, "Frankie, that's not why I came." We're going to come pay. I'm going to go pay for the food. That food is bomb. I paid him. I gave him a $10 tip and I paid for all our drinks. And he's like, I came because I want to support you. Exactly what she said. Yeah. And I was like, dang, okay. You know, but and then I, I had a hundred more of you. Yeah. 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 Right? That is rare. But sure. it, it kind of, it puts it into perspective, you know, where, where you put it out on social media and you say, Hey, um, come to this show, come to this event, whatever it is, you know, the friends slide up, hey, hook it up, hook it up, hook it up, where it kind of should be the opposite. Well, if you're my friend, and then you should, Mm -hmm. you should be paying, you should be supporting because you're my friend and you want us to succeed. Mm -hmm. And I have another friend, I'll just say his name, because (laughs) I call him a season ticket holder, Danny Leva. He's just, everything I do, he is there, and he's, he's paying for tickets, and I try to give him discounts, and he refuses, and I'm like, these are like good people good vibes and and then yeah. like one show he bought four tables so, wow. <laughs> you know, man, so those, those are yeah, friends man those are friends like you're saying like let me introduce you to this friend and it's like okay so i want to be more like that though you know too so i'm not i'm not perfect well so. you know what you got to do when you think about someone rule of thumb i've tried to incorporate and i think i, I called uh, Dr. H one time I said hey, I was just thinking about you man I just called you that's when I think we started talking we're just like hey, you're on my mind type of situation mm-hmm. I think a, a, a friend recently uh, I I just thinking about him and I was getting ready to hit some golf balls and I said hey, let me call him I'll call him later no then I heard a voice say call him right now mm-hmm. so I just sat down on a little bench and I called him it was a comedian friend of mine Courtney Gilmore and called him Courtney G and we talked man for about two hours I'm sitting out it was a beautiful day mm-hmm. and I'm just sitting out and we were just reminisce because we used to travel a lot and this guy used to be there and you know a, a month later he passed away <sighs> you know he passed away and but I look at that we had a great had I not called him oh, then you would have regretted another that another month would have mm-hmm. went by just yeah. like that yeah and then someone would have called me and said you know Courtney I'd be like oh man I was just thinking about him how many times have someone passed away you were like I was just thinking about them so for me that yeah. my new rule of thumb has been you pop into my head for a reason mm-hmm. I'll call you and uh, you know let's catch up even if I, uh, I called a buddy who lives in LA I, I was a good friend of mine Jeff Jeff Jackson I called him and he was like I'm getting ready to run out man but hey I just need to hear your voice for a few and we talked for like 10 minutes it was quick I was driving yeah, he was getting ready cool. he goes alright I got the next call I got you on the next one so <laughs> I would just recommend doing it when you think about it yeah as opposed to just putting it off That's right yeah because out of sight out of mind right definitely takes place it will kick in because we're busy people you know you can't be successful in life and not have a a boatload of stuff to do every day yeah you know you just play you ever think that your plate is clear yeah and you you turn around you come back who filled my plate up again (laughs) it's like your grandmother's at the house hey baby here's some more chili here's some more meat like every time i turn around she's slapping more food on that's how life is with us Mm -hmm. it's just constantly the plate is getting fulled up so you know we have to find those moments uh for mm-hmm. things we care about. Things you care about, you will find time for. That's what I tell my kids. All the time. That's good. Amen, man. And I think we're very blessed to have 
people in our circle that are really there for us. Mm-hmm. They're not asking for discounts. They're supportive. Right. Uh, Sal Vargas, when you guys are saying it, I was like, man, Sal Vargas since college was always like, Big John, he's small in size, but he's Big John to me, right? He's always <laughs> doing big things. And um, even though he lives in the coast, it's like he, he loves what we do at Rice 2. I always send him some gear. Um, but I'm blessed to have a lot of brothers like that. However, mm-hmm. I feel what you guys have said is important. I have all, I've also apologized like never before over the past, I would say three years. Like during the pandemic, there was a time of reflection of like, yeah, I could have said that a different way. Let me call and hopefully they pick up and they did. And so they're like, dude, say less, dude. Like, you know nice. what? I needed that. Sometimes they say I needed that, but sometimes they're like, yeah, I was gonna knock you out. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's great that we could say that we're not perfect, right? And we're yeah. still working on the things, and then we could kind of like pick and choose the things that work for us. Yeah. Well, we get busy, you know, and like now, like. People don't go to people's homes without calling, right? Like, you just don't do that. And and I just feel like you can't even call people now <laughs> without, like, giving them a warning. It's like, like, what is this person calling me right now? You know, it's yeah. like, it, it's just because we're just so busy. We're, like, wired different. We're even, like, sometimes you question, like, should I call this person? Like, I don't know. I don't want to bother them. That's my thing, too. It's like, I don't want to bother them. You know, and it's just, I feel like we got to get out of that. Well, I got to get out of that mindset of, if I'm thinking of somebody, I'm just going to call them. Like, who cares if I think they're at work or this? I'm just, mm-hmm. like, my wife says that all the time. Well, if you're thinking about them, just, just call them. Yeah. If they're on your mind. Like, I start off by saying instinct. wellness check. Hey, mm-hmm. wellness check. What's okay. up, man? Nice. And it's like, I, like that. I, I think what we, we do is, like, when someone calls, they go, what's up? Yeah, when yeah, someone yeah. says that to <laughs> yeah. you, I mean, that should hit you. Like, yeah. I'm not a really good friend right now. Because yeah. they're saying... <laughs> Everything okay? <laughs> Everything's fine. You all right? Because yeah. the only time you they hear from you is yeah. trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, something has happened yeah. that's bad, and yeah. you're trying to, like, I just want to let you know, man, you know, we yeah. lost Paul or, you yeah. know, Jane yeah. or something, or my dog mm-hmm. died. You're the one. Yeah. So people go, hey, so what's going on, man? Yeah, like they're surprised out. <laughs> what's, yeah, what's up? What's up? Everything all right? <laughs> so you, you got to make sure when people, hey, what's going on, man? That's when you know, like, you communicating you know you guys yeah. it's both ways it's, it's you know some mm-hmm. equality there mm-hmm. let's make sure that we keep the equality for 2023 family we're looking forward to this year exceeding our expectations every mm-hmm. single year has been just that i know 2023 is going to be di- no different let's go ahead and give a, a bow for another episode our first episode of 2023 family thank you so much for joining us on another episode a 2023 episode of the rise to it podcast two finger spread try your best to stay positive and i'm gonna bring king eli king eli's up in the studio over here so if you could bring him over here he's gonna be closing us out today for our first episode of 2023 this is uh my son eli knight eli knight because we want him to be a gentleman what's up eli what's up king eli king eli who uh, protects the house when dad's not there that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. That's right. If you can rise to it, then you can rise to it. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, that's right. That's right.